Hello everyone and welcome to episode number 31 of the Building Strength Podcast. It's your boy, Theo Lim, coming at you on this beautiful Thursday. I'm currently sitting on my back porch, getting my tan on, letting the wind blow in between the toes. Very little things feel as good as that. So just some context for the day. Today's Thursday, July 19th, 2018. I started the morning at Carpio Strength and Conditioning. I ran a 6.30 a.m. small group session. Then I came home, did some meal prep for the next couple days, cleaned up a little bit, and then I drove over to Myo Detox, did my own training, and then I ran a 12 p.m. strength training class. Then I came home, currently recording this podcast, and then I'll be headed back to Carpio for three sessions tonight, three small group sessions. I think I've got I've got two clients in the first one, five in the second one, and then two in the third one. So if anyone, if you guys live in Toronto, if you're ever interested in training with me, or if you know people who are interested in training, I'm your guy. I got you. I'll show you everything. So, the topic of the day is long-term consistency. There is no substitute for consistency. So, why I'm talking about this is that I've gotten a couple of questions in the last couple of days regarding getting into shape. Um, so, I have one person who asked, I'm going on vacay in six weeks. Can I get in the best shape of my life? And as always, it always, the answer is always, it depends. It starts with it depends. So, for example, six weeks is a pretty long, is it's a good amount of time. It's better than three weeks or two weeks. But why I wanted to address this is that I think that mindset is a losing mindset in the health game, the health, wellness, fitness, strength game. Because... I find a lot of people are always, they want to get in shape for this certain event that's in four weeks or six weeks or eight weeks. But really, um, health, training, those things aren't short-term. They're just not short-term things at all. Like we can, we can get a lot done in four to six weeks. But this is a long-term game. Like I've I've said this a lot. I'm going to continue saying it. Like the gym, training, being in shape, being healthy. This is a long-term game. 
it's it's basically going to be for the rest of your life. And that's what I find separates the people who really want it versus the people who only say they want it. The people who really want it know that it's a long-term game. They know that it's for life. And the people who think they want it, but they don't really know what all of this is about, they think they can do it in six weeks. They think they can do it in eight weeks. But what are you going to do after those six or eight weeks? That's the thing. So for me, I really don't care if you trained really hard one day or I really don't care if you ate really well for one day I mean I do as in great work like that's great now let's continue now let's do that tomorrow and the next day and the day after that and so on so again the saying is long-term consistency is way better, is way superior than short-term intensity. So again, like I've always said, I've been at this, so the person who asked this question, they had been kind of tracking their diet for the last 20 weeks, kind of training. I... I don't think that they were giving it their full effort. Um, but anyway, so they said something like, oh, I've been doing this 20 weeks and I've only lost four pounds. And I'm like, well, you still like 20 weeks. First of all, 20 weeks is not, it's a long time, but it's not that long of a time. And either way, you lost four pounds. That's still pretty solid. Like you should you should still um that's still a win right and then i thought back about how long i've been training so i've been training about 10 years on and off so let's say i have 400 weeks under my belt eight years or so i honestly out of those 400 weeks maybe a hundred of those weeks i did things very well as in, I ate well, I slept well, I trained well. So even for me, someone who's been at it for so long, when I look back, like I've only put in 100 good weeks out of 400. And there's still a constant, um, there's always room for improvement. Like I'm still working, to this day, I'm still working on sleeping better. I'm still working on training better. I'm still working on eating better. Like, it's just going to be a constant, constant, constant um, journey. So when I, when this person said that they had been at it for so long, they've been doing it for 20 weeks, I thought to myself, come on, like, give me a break here. You haven't really been at it. It's different if you were at it 100% for 20 weeks, but if you've had two good weeks out of 20, yeah... I got some bad news for you. And then they go on to say that, but before that, before this 20 week period where they finally started to dial things in, they had been training for five years. And that made me think back, like 
I also trained for about five years where I got a lot stronger, but my nutrition was not on point. So I also trained for five years. I got stronger, but I actually didn't look any better. Like I was still skinny fat, um, not much muscle on me, just didn't look as good as I should have in five years. So I've also been there. And that's why I always say that it's going to be a long-term game because I see it. Like I see it in myself. I see it in my friends around me who've been at it for a while. And I always, and I also see it at, I also watch people who have stopped training. So what happens there is like, say, there's, what often happens I find is that there's too much intensity and not, not enough consistency. So, you know, people hitting workouts twice a day, maybe they're working out, maybe they're training eight to 10 times a week, but they can only sustain that for two or three weeks. Well, then what the hell's the point? Because you're going to stop anyway, whether you're getting burned out mentally, whether you're physically getting injured. Um, yeah, so intensity... Like, intensity is important, but consistency is what's really important. There is no substitute for consistency. No, none. So, this always goes back to... I always bring this back to my clients. The ones who've made the most progress are the ones who just show up every single week. Day in, day out, they come in. They get it done. They get it done on days they feel good. They get it done on days they feel bad. Either way, consistency is king. And now, I want to address the fact that 95% of this, 95% of the equation is sleeping well. So sleeping over seven hours, at least seven hours eating according to your goals whether that's you're trying to lose fat whether you're trying to gain muscle you have to eat according to your goals so if you're trying to lose fat maybe you have to cut down on how much you're eating outside like how much uh, food you're buying outside and maybe you need to meal prep a little more. So sleeping, sleeping over seven hours a night, eating according to your goals, and then managing your stress is number three. So like you have to man you have to learn how to manage your stress. You have to find ways in which you can manage your stress. And then number four will be your activity levels, your training. Notice how training is always last, because in my mind, training is the easiest part. So those four aspects make up 95% of the equation. If you don't have those four things down, work on getting those four things down, because everything else you try outside of those four things, 
is not going to be nearly as effective as if you just got your sleep down, you got your nutrition down, you got your stress managed, and you have your training down. So for me, those are the four things. Those are the fundamentals. Everything outside of that is a minor detail. And why I say that is because as a coach, I often get lots of questions regarding whether this specific diet will work or whether this specific um, way of training or way of eating will help them achieve their goals. And I always, I'm getting better at it. I always bring it back to like, okay, well, before we talk about that though, how are your sleep? how's your sleep quality how's your nutrition levels like are you drinking a lot of alcohol are you very stressed out from work or family stuff and then lastly are you training consistently like those four things just being consistent and doing those four things really well that's it there's no secret there's no magic powder there's no secret diet that you don't know about it's just putting your head down doing the right things doing the right things for a long period of time and then eventually you will see the results so one thing i always go back to is that this isn't like the gym life the training life like being in shape maybe it's just not for everybody you know and I found myself saying this not to be a dick or anything but I'm like I find just people feel entitled to gain to their gain sometimes they feel entitled that they should have lost so much fat in X amount of time, but they didn't. And, oh, why didn't it happen? Like, it must be like, you know. So I feel people are really entitled when it comes to their gains. It's like, uh, can I get in the best shape of my life in 12 weeks? Well, Okay, let's let's think about this. If I wanted to become a mechanic, could I become the best mechanic in 12 weeks? Probably not. That would like uh, just me thinking that would be extremely disrespectful to mechanics who are really great. And this goes with any profession or any hobby. It's like Oh, could I, um, it's like if I started playing basketball right now, could I be as good as LeBron James in 12 weeks? No, probably not. Definitely not. So I find that health and fitness is one aspect where people are super entitled. Uh, they don't realize how much work is actually involved. Um, and it's just an unfortunate thing. I, I really want to change... I'm really working on changing this uh, false mindset that people are, have regarding getting into better shape. Like things don't just happen in 
six weeks or two months or three months like you didn't get fat in just three weeks you didn't get fat in six weeks you got fat over the course of five years like you got fat over the course of four years of going out every friday and saturday night and drinking your face off and then feeling like shit from sunday to monday and then tuesday you're kind of good again tuesday wednesday thursday and then friday you're back at it so (laughs) that's what that's um something i'm currently working on something i'm trying to convey a little better that this is a long-term process um this is not for the faint of heart this is not for someone who's looking for a quick fix like training proper nutrition making gains building muscle losing fat like these things require time and it's going to require time for the rest of your life if you're actually serious about it because no one ever got to where no one ever achieved their goal of like a 600 pound deadlift or a six pack and then just stopped like you can't just stop that's not how it works with the gym with training you have to keep going it's a constant process until the day we die and again some people don't make it that far some people make it for six months and realize oh shit this is going to be a lot of work so they give up they quit and that's fine like it happens so one thing that was just something that really um i was kind of shocked not shocked at this point in time there isn't a whole lot that people can say or ask me that really shocks me anymore like i've heard a lot of things now (laughs) um so that's one thing like this this is a long-term game guys if you guys listen to this podcast chances are you already know that you already know that this is for life like you've chosen this path or you're kind of deciding whether or not you want to choose this path but once you choose it once you realize how awesome it feels i think that's when people really dig down and say okay this is for me i'm sticking with it and that's something i was thinking about recently like i clearly i enjoy coaching people but i was thinking about why oh god there's a really big bee flying right near me sorry i'm i'm outside and <laughs> okay so i was thinking about why i enjoy coaching people and i really do and i think a lot of that contentment and fulfillment happens when people realize how great being in shape feels or how great being strong feels because for me that's what it is like i i feel strong i feel capable um, and this is something i've built over the years and when you put in the hard work when you put in the hours you put in the sweat you put in all those training sessions where you didn't feel like training and it adds up and once you're able to see once you see the results of all your hard work 
it makes everything worth it so for me that's where that love for training is like it's like damn this feels great um the endorphins are rushing and it's just a um, you get addicted to training right you get addicted to how you feel when you train after you train and during the day like i think there's a huge difference between someone who has struggled under a heavy barbell and came out on top like that person has experienced like they've experienced that overcoming of that weight or obstacle and that that doesn't just stay in the gym like that comes with you so when you're walking around everyday life like you have this confidence in yourself because you've overcome so many struggles in the gym so for me like that's what that's what keeps me going that's what keeps me addicted to training and when other people start to feel that way they start to see the results they start to feel the results um, they start to become more confident in themselves like for me that's where the real magic happens so for that that's for training and then i find for nutrition like once someone's actually tried something and stayed consistent with it and felt the results of eating well like that's that's a game changer right there like once you feel how it feels how your body feels how your brain feels how your mind feels when you eat well when you eat like whole foods nutritious foods that you buy from the grocery store and you cook at home versus the food you eat outside man like that's a game changer and again i'm not saying that we should never eat outside <laughs> we should that's part of life right that's like i love to experience new foods or eating out at restaurants um i love that but again in terms of a 90 percent to 10 percent ratio or 80 20 like you should be eating well eating clean according to your goals 80 to 90 percent of the time and then if you do that for long enough like the 10 to 20 percent doesn't affect you nearly as much as you think it would so like yesterday i had um i told one of my clients that oh i just had uh two pieces of bacon two eggs um two pieces of toast and some strawberry jam and butter and they were like no no way you don't eat that and the same guy actually when i go to bakeries i'm just like if anyone's gone to a bakery with me you know that i kind of i'll i'll wander off i'll stand in front of the glass case where all the beautiful tasty pastries are i'll just stand there and look at everything I might buy something, I might not, but you know for sure, I'll just stand there because I love that stuff. Like, that's what I live for. Uh, <laughs> if you guys are, I don't know, do they have Cinnabon? They have Cinnabon everywhere. Cinnabon, they sell the cinnamon rolls. Ooh, that's my favorite place to stand and look at the cinnamon rolls. Then they ask me if I need help, and then I, I usually just say, no, I'm just looking. <laughs> Sometimes I do buy one, though. 
but anyway um this person was kind of surprised they're like no you don't eat that no way like that's that stuff is too oily it's like dude it's not like eggs are good for you bacon is like it's not bad again this comes down to no foods are inherently bad it's just your portion size you have to be smart about that i'm gonna eat two pieces of bacon not the whole pack i mean i have in the past but that's that's me in the past <laughs> so at the end of the day guys long-term consistency is what counts like i can eat that kind of stuff i could eat a donut and i'll feel the difference like i'll feel oh it kind of affected me or okay that did make me tired because of the insulin spike but most of the time now i'm eating whole foods very clean my diet is mostly consisting of white rice vegetables and either ground beef or steak i have like two or three of those meals a day and then in between i'm crushing lots of fruits um yeah lots of fruits some eggs sweet potatoes so 80 percent of the time i give myself 80 percent. i'm not quite at that 90 percent mark but 80 percent of my nutrition is very very on point quality protein sources um, white rice as my carb source and lots of vegetables that's 80 percent of my diet so if you do that for long enough like you're gonna feel it you're gonna feel great your energy levels are gonna be more stable and then when you do eat the quote-unquote bad foods like a pack of Oreos or a pint of ice cream or a fudge sundae from McDonald's or two apple pies from McDonald's or all of those things in one sitting it's not gonna like one meal doesn't make you fat just like how one salad doesn't make you fit so in terms of and a lot of the times now i'm not even talking about nutrition for training or performance yes it's going to help with that but i'm talking about nutrition for your performance in life as in most people work eight to nine hours a day i'm sure at some point during the day you get a bit tired and I found that just dialing in the nutrition, knowing when to eat, knowing when not to eat a certain food, like that just has helped me so much with my energy levels throughout the day. So I'm able to do more. I'm able to be more present with the people around me. I'm just in an overall a better mood because of my energy levels. Like no one's, no one's like pleasant when they're super tired, right? Like, everyone's kind of grumpy when you're tired. So, I just wanted to address that. That 95% of the game, the big picture, the things that we should all be focusing on, and I don't think, I don't want to say that we'll never perfect it. I'm sure we will. But just like how getting in shape or losing that 20 pounds just because you lost the 20 pounds doesn't mean you can stop so just like how i've dialed in my nutrition right now i can't just stop that will like it doesn't work like that i have to keep going and that's the beautiful thing about training you have to keep going 
Um, you have to keep progressing. You have to keep getting better at what you're doing. Like, I don't necessarily have to train harder or train more if I just sleep another two hours every night. Or I don't necessarily have to train more or train harder if I could just dial in my nutrition like just that 5% more. Like, that's going to give me the gains. Or if I'm someone who's very stressed, like if I just figure it out a way where I could like alleviate that stress another five or 10%, then that will carry over to everything else. Like I don't have to change everything in order to get better at everything. I just have to change like one thing. And then, then later on I change another thing. And then it's just simply fine tuning until you get so good at these things that it's just a part of your life now, right? Like for me, training's a part of my life. I like training's no problem. Training is the easy part. Nutrition, it's getting there. I'm getting a lot better at it. It's becoming uh, more unconscious, more routine. Like it's not so much of an effort anymore. It was when I first started dialing, dialing it in. At this point in time, I've mentioned it in previous podcasts. Sleep is my um, what I'm currently working on. That's something where I actually really have to try hard to um, to do well. Like that's something I don't do well at all right now. So I've got some a few questions from a couple of my Instagram peeps. Okay, a couple of questions that I want to address real quick. So I got a question regarding cooling down, like whether stretching after training, whether I recommend it or what I think about it, because this person had read recent articles where um, where they were talking about how stretching post-workout is not really beneficial. Um, so that was interesting to me. So I'm trying to get a bit better at addressing these questions. So one thing I asked this person was that what did they suggest instead of stretching post-workout or cooling down post-workout? And the person said nothing. They didn't suggest anything. They just bashed on cooling down and then didn't provide any better alternatives. So I'm big on cooling down. Um, I think it provides, for me, when I think about it, it provides three distinct benefits. Number one being like actual physical benefits, because when we stretch post-workout, particularly the areas that we had just worked, stretching theoretically is supposed to lengthen our tissues in back into its proper length, right? Because when we lift or when we train, everything shortens because everything's compressing. So everything shortens and that's why we get tight. So stretching, theoretically, is supposed to lengthen out those same uh, muscles or m tissues. So that's number one. I find that it helps me recover faster from the workout because I lengthen out the tissues again. It's not as tight. Um, number two, it gives me a chance to work on my breathing. And I want to bring that breath back down because... I want to tell my body that it's okay, like all of the stressful stuff is done. 
because when we train, we're stressing our body, we're stressing our mind, we're stressing our body. Um, and we're always in that sympathetic nervous system. Um, that's our fight or flight response, right? So that's like a very stressful system to be in. So what happens when you use a, utilize a breath practice or like a mindfulness practice is that it facilitates your body going into the parasympathetic nervous system, which is the opposite of the sympathetic. Sympathetic being fight or flight, parasympathetic being the rest and digest um, phase. So you're letting your body know that, okay, it's cool, like we're good, we're done. There's going to be no more stress. We can start to recover. So that's number two. Number three is I like to use that breathing practice to reflect on the training that I just did. I, I'm sure you guys have felt this at some point. Like, but for me personally, I hate rushing after a workout or I hate having like something to do immediately after my workout. I like to finish the training and I like to be able to sit around, chill, think about what I just did, think about what I'm going to do next time and really just chill, like let everything cool down. And one thing I find is that you don't get that chance if you're just like you're so rushed or so stressed about what you need to do next. So for me, how I how I facilitate that is that I'm very aware of my timing when I train, very aware of whether I have things to do after my training. Like I don't want to hit my training and rush to go somewhere. Like that never feels good. For me, I like to chill. I like to take it all in, enjoy that endorphin high and just relax. So for me, I, I'm a big fan, big believer of cooling down and stretching post-workout. All right, question number two. How do you drink, how do I drink so much water? Or how do I drink more water? Sorry. All right. So apparently people have a lot of hard, a hard time drinking water. I think the easiest thing, the easiest way to get a lot of water intake is to do it first thing in the morning. And that's actually the most important time as well. Because as you guys know, if you weigh yourself before sleeping, and if you weigh yourself when you wake up, you're going to be a couple pounds lighter in the morning. And this is due to water loss while we sleep, like uh, just breathing, just like keeping your body alive requires water, right? So that's why we're a couple pounds lighter in the morning. That might be why we're a bit groggier in the morning. So without water, like your our bodies are our bodies are literally made up of mostly water, right? So in terms of your brain and your body functioning optimally, it needs to be hydrated. So when we wake up, we're literally dehydrated from, I don't know, six to eight hours of sleep. So the first thing that needs to go into our body is water. Um, this will wake you up, wake up the brain, wake up the body so that you can function more optimally. So in terms of how to drink more water throughout the day, my number one tip is to drink at least two cups in the morning. 
before you do anything else. Just crush two cups and you're already you're already in it, right? And then just throughout the day, like for me, what I do, because I'm training people a lot, um, I'll, I'll run a session and I'll have a water bottle and I'll make it a goal. Okay, I'll drink one of these by the time I finish this session or I'll drink two of these by the time I finish this next four hours. So I make goals for myself like that. Um, but really, just like anything else, there's no magic secret. There is no secret like techniques. You just got to do it. You just have to fucking do it. I'm a, I really do believe that most people know generally what they need to do. Now it's just about doing it. So that's it for me. That's it for this week's podcast. As always, I really appreciate you guys for listening. If you guys enjoyed this episode, please share it with a friend. It would mean a lot to me. Um, Share it with a friend. Drop a review on iTunes. That would be wonderful. I hope you guys took away at least one thing from this episode. That's really my main goal. Whether that's realizing that you just need to be more patient and realize that this is a long-term game. Whether that's um, cooling down a little better. Whether that's drinking more water. But really, sincerely, I do, I do this because I, I hope to have some kind of effect on you guys, my listeners. So again, thank you so much. Really appreciate you guys. Hope you have a hope you're having a great week and hope you have a great Friday and weekend to come. Enjoy the weather. Enjoy your friends, enjoy your family. Just enjoy your life. Until next week. Peace.